Hi everyone. I'm sorry that last week I did not put out an episode. Um, to be clear, I did record an episode and then I hated it because I didn't feel it was helpful. I felt it was just me ranting about my anxiety and I want to put out stuff that people, I don't know, can yes, relate to. I'm, I'm sure everybody could have related to that episode, but also, I don't know. I want to give some advice when I whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't post it. This past week, my godfather died. Um, my mother was here for 12 hours and then she left and I found out my ex-boyfriend has a girlfriend. So it was a tough week. Um, I'll address the, the mother point first cause it's the quickest. Um, she was just here for work and I knew that she was going to be here very briefly to see me and then she was going to leave. It's just, it's hard living by yourself. And when somebody that I love comes into town, I just want them to stay forever. Um, like yesterday, my best friend Tim was here. He'll actually be back next week and I think he's going to be on the podcast. Um, anyways, I'll get into living alone in a second. I'm not really going to talk about my godfather dying, but what I am going to talk about is finding out my ex-boyfriend has a new girlfriend because a lot of you guys have come in with stories in my DMs, on my TikTok lives, just a bunch of different things. And you guys have had similar situations. Like the one I got today was something along the lines of my boyfriend and I broke up. We dated for five years and three months later, he has a new girlfriend. That was the same exact situation as my first relationship, except it was four years. I dated him for four years and three months later, he was on to the next person. And that that specific moment when I really let it sink in, I had known that he there was like a new girl um, in the works for him at that point. I, I'd known that, but when I found out that they were actually like in a relationship or at one point it really sank in for me that he was with somebody else and that pain I think was the first time I'd ever experienced heartbreak and it was truly horrible. I don't think I've ever felt a pain like that since. I mean, I've had my heart broken for sure. I mean, first off, what does that even mean? But Essentially, I would definitely say I've <laughs> essentially I did. I would definitely say I've had my heart broken since then, but that first one, and I think they, you know, they write songs about it. Like there's nothing like your first heartbreak and heartbreak and that sense of pain, that betrayal was just like oh my god, it was it was soul crushing. Like I remember exactly where I was when I like f- realized this and it was just it was tough. It was really fucking tough. And so this just happened again. Obviously, I wasn't with my last boyfriend for four years and blah, blah, blah. So it was on a smaller magnitude. But I remember like as soon as I realized that I was I was put back right to where I was three years ago or three and a half years ago um, with my first my first breakup. And I was like, this shit fucking sucks because it does. And so this time I'm just going to tell you guys what exactly I did for myself after finding out that my last boyfriend now has a new girlfriend. I let myself be sad for like 20 or 30 minutes. I called my support system. I called all my friends. And that's one thing that I think is so crucial 
having a support system and calling your friends, your family, like having a support system is crucial in terms of getting over breakups, I think. I mean, of course you can do it with that one, but it's so comforting to be able to just call the people that you love and you know they love you and, you know, cry to them, whatever, and they're gonna comfort you and they're gonna say all the right things to make you feel better. And of course, there's some people, there's one person that I can think of that when I call them and I'm upset, can you shut up that when I call them and I'm upset, they just don't say the right things. And I feel like we all have a couple friends, maybe one friend like that, that just, they're not your comfort friends and that's okay. Not every friend has to be there for you. Not every, you know, person close to you has to be the shoulder to cry on. You know, this person just said all the wrong things, (laughs) which is fine. But um, I called a bunch of people that I loved and that loved me. I mean, a bunch might be a stretch, but And it was comforting. I talked to them and they all had different things to say and they all helped in different ways, essentially. So first I did that. I let myself feel like absolute dog shit for 20 to 30 minutes. And that is, I think is the most crucial part. You have to just like sit in your misery. When you are feeling like this, it is best to not ignore it. You just like, when I'm feeling like shit, when I'm upset, when I'm, you know, sad, whatever, I almost take comfort in the fact that I'm feeling like shit because in a way it's cathartic and it's like in the back of my head, I'm like, okay, I'm feeling like this now so that in a couple days, I'm going to be okay. Like this will not affect me as much as it is right now, as long as I sit in this pain and this just literal horseshit. So I felt like shit for 20 to 30 minutes, cried it out talked to my support system, and then I got back to learning my self-tape. I was learning self-tape when I found this out. So I got back to doing my shit. I was doing my, well, I got back to doing my work. I did my work for a little bit, and then I was like, you know what? I need to go on a walk. I just want to like clear my head and enjoy, go see my little neighborhood. So I walked around, found some cool shops, whatever, walked in those, and now I'm okay. Now I'm okay, like thinking about the fact that he is with somebody else. I'm okay with it. And I think that part of it is always like an ego thing. I feel like a lot of people don't talk about your ego, but it really, really hurts your ego when you find out that you're the person that was your person for however long is now somebody else's person and they are, they have another person too. Um, You know what I'm saying? Like it hurts to know that they found someone else. There's somebody else that they're relying on and somebody else is relying on them. You know, it's just, it's tough. It's tough feeling like that, but I just, I almost take comfort in the fact that I'm like, okay, how much of this is about them moving on? And how much is it about just like the fact that my pride is wounded? It's just, it's less about them. And it's more about the fact that they've found someone, you know, supposedly better in a way. You have to tell yourself when you're feeling like that, feeling like this, you have to assess, is it really about this person or is it about, is it about other things? Because I feel like, and I mentioned this before, a lot of times, like when you're going through a breakup or whatever, it's usually not about the other person. It's about the memories and, and the comfort they gave you and all that. It's just, it's very rarely I feel about them. So I think that's important to remember. And as, as I continue to get older and just like experience more pain, I guess, um, <laughs> sounded weird, but the more I can analyze it and just like understand why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling, the easier it is to get over. Cause it's so, I used to just like be a mess of feelings and just like 
when I let it out and I so rarely let it out like I so and maybe I'll talk about this later but I had such a hard time being vulnerable and all this stuff when it would come out I wouldn't be able to process it I would just be miserable and have no no game plan no like looking forward I would just be miserable until I randomly wasn't anymore you know and now I'm like okay I'm gonna be sad for this amount of time and it's not it's not like I'm not allowing myself to be sad past you know a week or whatever it's just that I'm not because I sit in the faint you have to just sit in your shit sit in your shit and be alone and be sad because in the back of your mind you have to remember that all of this you feeling like this now is going to put you so much further ahead in the future. Ugh, I'm almost getting emotional thinking about it. Like right now, my life, oh God, I am getting emotional. There's just, there's so much going on in my life right now that it's not pleasant. But I know that this pain and this suffering, and granted, like in the grand scheme of things, my life is great and whatever. But right now, it doesn't feel that way. But I know that this is good. It's good to feel like this. Not only is it good for character development, it just, well, it's mostly just good for character development. Like, I really feel the past couple months have been crucial for my development as a human. I, like, I'm grateful for them. I hate them so much. I know that they need to happen, needed to happen, and still need to happen. And that's how you have to view a breakup or viewing, you know, him moving on with someone else. You have to understand that, like, This pain is crucial. I have to feel like this in order to get better. So that's one aspect of it. And that's the biggest one for me anyway. Feel it to heal it. That's what I always say. I like literally never say that, but it makes so much sense. You got to feel it to heal it. That's going to be the name of this podcast, this episode. The second thing is, and these are like more little mundane things, but I think that it's really comforting to know that your ex-boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever, if they've already moved on with somebody else, I think that is a telltale sign that you are doing much better than them. Of course, there are, you know, caveats. There are exceptions to the rules, sure. But in general, the person that moves on first is usually the person that ends up worse. (laughs) Oh my God, that was brilliant. Was it? Is it even grammatically correct? I'm not so sure. So take comfort in that. To everybody that's reached out and been like, he's already with somebody else, girl, doesn't matter. In a way, it's just like, if he's already with somebody else, it's, yeah, you're okay. You're done. You're okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay that he's found somebody else. Because first off, you don't know anything about their situation. You know, he might not give a damn about her. And if he does, like, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. If you're jumping from person to person, I think that in general, you are not taking the time to process and grieve and learn. You can't learn. I learn when I'm alone. I think we all learn best when we're alone. We learn about ourselves. We learn about everything, mostly ourselves. Again, chicas, chicos, it doesn't matter. If they've moved on already, and you're like, what the fuck? That was so fast. Like, how? How are you doing that? You need to just be like, actually, go off, king. Go off, queen. Do you, you know? I'm going to do my work. I'm going to do my self-growth and whatever the fuck I need to do. Don't get hung up about it because it's none of your business. It's not your business what they're doing. You're doing you and that's it. 
Sure, when you found this news out, you were devastated. Of course, how, how could you not be? But you just need to be devastated, talk to your people, and get right back on track. It's as simple as that. There's no point like stalking them and like checking up. You just, you have to just, you have to just move on. Like you really do. And it's not like, I mean, of course you're gonna, you're gonna think about them and you're gonna talk about them. They're probably gonna come up in your conversations too many times throughout the day. But as long as you're just looking forward and just focusing on yourself, you're on the right track, you know? It doesn't matter. Just put it out of your mind. Feel it. Have it in your mind until it hurts so badly. Have it in your mind and then your mind will just be like, okay, we're actually okay with this thought. He's moved on. He's with a new girl. That's okay. And maybe this just sounds like total bullshit and maybe it's not helpful, but that is what I did and I'm okay and I'm okay to talk about it and I wanted to talk about it because so many of you guys have had the same situation. So I'm glad you brought it up because... I've been dying to talk about it. Anyway, feel it to heal it, bitches. You can do it. It's okay. It's just one person in the world, you know? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just so much else. There's so much else out there. Let me talk about living alone because you guys also have been asking me a lot about that. Here's the thing. If you are considering living alone, I would not do it. I would not do it if you are thinking about doing it. For me, it was like once the option, so I bought my apartment and once that was brought to my attention, the possibility that I could do that, I was like, absolutely, I want to do that. I want to live by myself. I want to have my place and all the shit. If you are thinking about doing it, I feel that that, I mean, obviously, I don't know. I don't know you guys personally. Um, I just think that that is a good sign that you are, you don't, you shouldn't live alone because I was so set on it and I was so excited to do it for a number of reasons, but just going off for now, just going off, you know, gut feeling alone, I wanted to do it and I was sure about it. So I wouldn't recommend it if you're like questioning, if you're wondering like, should I do this? Probably not. I think that it honestly, if I hadn't gone in with the mindset of like, oh my God, I'm so excited to live alone and like be by myself. I think that things would have gone downhill really fast because it is so lonely most of the time. Now, there, there is a little, I mean, there's exceptions to literally everything as I keep saying. Um, I work from home essentially because of social media. So I and I think I've said this, but I don't have to see anybody throughout the day if I don't want to or if I don't make an effort to. And that is partly why things get lonely for me. So, I mean, if you're living alone and you have a normal person job and you're seeing people every day, that's a bit, uh, that's probably different and maybe you actually could do it. But I think for the most part, humans love to be around other humans. Living alone makes that tough. Now, if you have listened to this and you're like, actually, I still want to do it. More power to you. I do love living by myself. Like, I'll be so clear. I'm very picky. I am literally insane about getting my sleep. I'm very clean. So like there's little things for me that was like, you just have to live alone. And also financially, it just made more sense for me. So if you're like, yep, me too, need my sleep, need a clean kitchen, like, yeah, maybe you should live alone because I've been with people that I love but that I could not live with again, you know? So the thing about living alone is you have to make 3,000 times more effort than you ever would have had to, to like have a life. All of my other friends live with roommates. And in college, when I was living with my roommates, I could have, I could do something every night, something fun every night if I wanted to. 
with one of my roommates or all of my roommates. And when you're living alone, there's nobody to like walk by in the kitchen and be like, hey, what are you, what are you doing for dinner? You know what I'm saying? I have to work to have a social life. And I like really have to reach out to all of my contacts if I wanna have plans for the weekend. Especially because my best friend isn't here, Tim, whom I love. And we in college would spend every second of every day together. So that was my person. And it didn't matter. Like we would get dinner together every day. We'd get coffee together. We do all of every, we do life together. And now that he's not here with me, everybody else has their best friend. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I have to reach out to these people that already have other best friends. And I have to be like, hey, what are you doing on Friday? What are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. You have to put in the effort. And a lot of times they're going to have other plans because again, they have their best friends and you're not their best friend and they're not yours. So yeah, if you do decide to live alone, just know that that's that's gonna be unless you come in with a support system or your best friends living you know a couple blocks away it's gonna be some work to have a social life i actually like not really having much of a social life um so i'm okay with that i like you know going out once on the weekends i finally developed a pretty good pattern just like if i go out friday i'm not gonna go out saturday vice versa i basically need sunday to be left alone um, if I go out on Saturday, like shit like that. And it's so far going okay for me. So that's good. It's just living alone is wonderful. But if you are having doubts about it, I would probably wouldn't do it. However, I mean, it has really like kicked my ass into adulthood. Adulthood. It, what? Why does that sound so weird? I'm not tempted to like go out to eat with my friends every day. I'm making food. If you like know me, you're like, what the fuck? Alex making food? Yeah, Alex kind of knows how to cook now. Not really, but just a little. And just different shit like that. So it's good. I go to bed pretty early. So yeah, I read. I've been reading a lot. I'm forced to spend so much time with myself that I'm just like, well, let's do some self improvement. Let's become an adult here. Um, and it's been great. And many ways, but it's also been very lonely. It's hit or miss and it's not for everybody. A lot of you guys have been also asking me, it's like I'm answering the three most asked questions. You guys have been asking me, how do you make friends in the city? And that is a really good question that I don't really have an answer for. And it's not to say that I've gone out of my way to make a bunch of friends because I haven't. So that is on me. The thing about my situation is that because I'm an actor, most of my friends, even though they're not my best friends, they live here. And so I do have, you know, people I can go out with whenever, not whenever, but I can have people I can go out with when I feel like going out. And that kind of just like satisfies my social battery. However, I would love, honestly, like my next checklist in life is to have a really strong group of girlfriends. I just, that is something that I haven't had for a really, really long time. I've obviously had very close girlfriends, but I haven't had like a big group where we're all good friends, if that makes sense. Unless you count like middle school and that shit was so toxic. So <laughs> I haven't really had that ever, I guess. Um, so I think that would be really fun because I think there's something great about having a group, a big group of girlfriends. Now that's, I'm getting sidetracked. How do you get those girls? Um, I don't know. I think it's just important to be forward and go for it. Like if you start talking to a girl at a bar, say you go up to her and you're like, bitch, I love your shoes. 
you start talking, you're hitting it off, get her socials and like, don't be afraid to reach out because what is the worst that's going to happen? The worst that could possibly happen if you're like, hey, like, what are you doing next weekend? I'd love to get drinks. I'd love to go to dinner, whatever. The worst she can be like is, ew, what the fuck, bitch? And if that happens, okay, bye. You know what I'm saying? Like, nothing is going to, nothing bad is going to come from that. So you might as well just be forward and go for it. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So just take them. I also know there's like book clubs and like cute little things like that that I could do and that anybody could do to find friends. <laughs> find friends. Honestly, it sounds pathetic, but like the older you get, like if you don't have an established friend group or your best friend isn't with you, like shit, it's hard. It's hard to find friends. It really is. Yeah. I mean, a lot of you guys, when you're DMing me, it's you're going to, a, you're moving to a new place. A lot of it's, a lot of times it's New York City. Maybe we should, is there an app for people that don't have friends? I feel like there probably is. Um. Anyways, you guys DM me and you're like, I'm moving to a new city. I have no friends. Like, how do I, how do I do this? I, again, really don't know, but I think it just starts with being forward and not being afraid to like put yourself out there. If you like a girl's outfit, compliment her on it and see where that takes you. I think the bars are a perfect place to meet people because everybody just like, a little bit buzz, having a good time. Who doesn't love talking to, what girl doesn't love talking to another girl at a bar? Like, it's so fun. You're both like drunk and being like, oh my God, you're so cute. You're so cute. You know? So do that. That's what I recommend. And maybe I should recommend that for myself as well. I wish I had like better advice on how to find girlfriends, but like I haven't done that. When I do that, when I find my new group of girl best friends, I'll come back on here and I'll tell you how I did it. Until then, good luck. The last thing I want to talk about today is being emotionally unavailable after a breakup because that is where I think I'm at. Living alone has given me a lot of time for thinking. Honestly, too much. I've done so much thinking over the past two months, three months, and I think I've been left alone with my thoughts for just a little too long. I've, you know, I'm an overthinker for sure. And sometimes I think that the conclusions I come up with are not helpful. But I think that <laughs> I think that this past breakup has made me emotionally unavailable because I'm going out with these guys. Let's be fucking real. I've gone out with two guys and the first one went went awry for a couple different well one well okay that didn't really have anything to do with my emotional availability. But the second one, I just feel like I can't let myself like anybody right now. I think what it is, is that the last person I dated, I opened myself up to him in a way that I don't think I had done in a while, or at least in a way that was very different for me. And I felt on his end, like he understood me in a way that nobody else ever did. Maybe my first boyfriend did. I'm not sure. This last person I was with got me. I felt, I felt that he really understood me as a person. He understood why I was the way I was and how to, I don't want to say handle me, but you know, just he knew, he knew what to do. He knew what to do when I was upset or stressed or whatever. And I don't think that I had been, I had ever felt seen like that from somebody else before. So 
when he left in a way my brain was like i just opened up my soul to this person and he didn't like it because he's gone so if he the person who saw you in the most honest truthful form if he didn't like what he saw nobody else is gonna like you and i think in a way that i keep saying in a way and i think in a way (laughs) that has shut me off to opening up my heart to other people because i think deep down and i'm saying all this because not so i can like work out my feelings and you know have this be a therapy session for me but because I hope, I hope that you guys can relate to it. I think that because of, because he saw me and chose to leave, he didn't like what he saw, essentially is how my brain views it. In my head, I'm like, I can't open myself up to anybody else. I won't. I don't want to, and I won't. So I'm meeting these people. I'm gonna like speak generally because I don't wanna talk specifically about my romantic situations. I can do that on TikTok, not on the podcast. When I'm meeting these people, I'm like, you are probably great. In fact, if I had met you a year ago, I probably would have been crazy about you, but I can't bring myself to do that. It's like I'm emotionally stuck. And in some ways, I'm like, this is good because I don't want to be in a relationship anyway. I want to focus on me. And it's a good thing I want that because I couldn't do it. I couldn't possibly do it if I tried right now. I couldn't get into a relationship and be vulnerable with someone if my life depended on it, not right now. Granted, maybe if the love of my life were to walk in the door, that would change, but like no part of me feels ready. I don't feel ready at all, I guess. And I don't know when I'll ever feel ready because again, when you, when somebody who has had such issues with vulnerability, let me speak plainly, I have had such issues with vulnerability in the past. I was finally able to just be myself with that person he knew me he knew my thoughts he knew what made me anxious what didn't all of that i let myself i let him see all that and then he stomped on it so my brain's like you can't do that again you cannot let yourself open up like that again because somebody else is going to stomp on it and nobody's going to stomp on my heart like that again not not soon anyway so i think Yeah, I didn't really want this to be a therapy session for me, but it just kind of did. It just kind of became one. If you have problems with with vulnerability, with opening up to people, and somebody leaves, it's almost like, it almost feels like in a way I'm back to square one. I'm back to square one. I'm terrified again of being vulnerable. I'm terrified of letting somebody see my heart. And I'm terrified of loving somebody again. I think that when you're feeling like this, You just have to give it time because time will heal, you know, time will heal it. Eventually I'll forget about, you know, the heartbreak and the pain and whatever, and I'll be ready to do it again. It's funny because in some ways I'm like, girl, it's just a breakup. Like, yeah, shit sucks, but it happens. But in another way, I'm like, this is the effect. This is the effect of the, of the breakup. And I think it's natural. And I wish I could offer some advice about it. Like right now, like I've been, I've been wondering for the past couple of weeks, like, why do I not want to go on dates? Why did I delete Raya? Why did I do all this stuff? Like to make me essentially completely closed off to finding somebody else? Why am I doing this? And it's because I'm just not ready. 
Like emotionally, I couldn't, I cannot fathom being back there with another person. And so if you're feeling like this, just, I think it's completely normal. If you're feeling like this and the other person has already moved on, that's okay because everybody has their own journey. You know what I'm saying? I don't mean to prophesize, but really like we all are at different places with how emotional we can be, how available we can be emotionally, I guess. And it's okay that like the other person is able to snap back into it. I mean, honestly, like who knows if they really are, but let's just pretend that they're super emotionally available and they can just like switch back into another relationship and be in love again and whatever. That's, that's them. You just have to focus on you. And I'm telling myself that it's fine. It's actually in several several ways. I'm like, this is good because can't have that shit anyway right now. So, and if you're feeling that, if you're like, I'm stuck, I cannot, I cannot like somebody right now. I cannot have a crush, whatever. Focus on your other shit, you know? You have other relationships to nurture with your family, hopefully, or your friends or your cat, whatever your relationships with your your boss, I guess. I don't know. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like just focus on other stuff. Focus on your passions, your career. Like that's what I'm doing at least. I hope you guys like this episode. I think that I'm going to really like this one. I hope that it was helpful, of course. And yeah, I hope everybody has a good week. I think I'm going to have a couple guests in my future, which I'm on this podcast, which I'm very excited about. Keep looking forward, dears. I don't know what that means, but Love you guys. Bye.